I want you to go to your following list right now. Open up your Instagram, go to your following list. If your crush or even worse, God if forbid, if your long-term boyfriend <laughs> is following Andrew Tate, red flag. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Pretty Blunt. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And today we are talking about red flags. <laughs> but of course, a little bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we upload new episodes every Monday morning. Monday, baby. baby. Uh, you can find us on socials at Pretty Blunt Podcast. And of course, if you want to shoot us an email, uh, prettybluntpod at gmail.com. Get it right, get it tight on Mondays. We like to start the week off fresh. Exactly. Um, and today we're talking about red flags, which... It is so important. And I think uh, we actually had an, just a conversation right as soon as we sat down because I had prompted on Instagram on my own and on Pretty Blunt Podcast um, to search for red flags. And a lot of them were actually not red flags. A lot of them were actually just uh, people being horrible. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> like, like the idea of a red flag is it's yeah. supposed to be like a little like bing, something that somebody does generally, yeah. like it could be to you, it could be to somebody else. That gives you an indication, that inner feeling that something might be off. Now, a red flag is generally a pretty bad one that normally means shut it down immediately. Then there's yellow flags. And of course, more recently, we've learned to look for green flags, <laughs> at least in my life. I never They're rare. They're rare. <laughs> but they happen. But they happen. And, but I, and, and I think that's so, that's so important to look for these kinds of things early in a relationship because you get attached. Yes. You know what I mean? Lo- yes, like yes, love is yes, not yes, enough. Yes. You'll hear me say it over and over, but you're going to get attached to somebody and people are going to be, you know, hopefully on their best behavior when yeah. you first start dating. And then these little flags are going to show up and this is what you need to look for so that's what we want to talk about today and a lot of the times they're overlooked like you know what I mean well that's why they're called red flags but yeah. they're overlooked because they might be small little things from the beginning that you were like mm, I don't really like that they did that for example treating a waiter poorly yes that's a very you know common one you and go on a date and someone's treating the waiter like shit and you're sitting there like I don't think that that's a normal behavior. And it's because it's not. It's a red flag, honey. And get, I think, get out. I think the get overall out. message from there, and you can kind of extrapolate it to, to also people who say like, um, you know, I, I, as a man, I would never let anybody touch my sister or my mother or my girlfriend or my wife. It's like, well, me. But it's like, okay, what, what about just people in general? Like, I think people having a good outlook and treating people right who aren't just like directly in their life or didn't give birth to them. Yeah is a very important thing because the moment they stop feeling that love for you or that care for you, you're going to start being treated like those people, right? Absolutely. I had talked to a guy on Tinder um, and, you know, we opened up the episode with Andrew Tate. Let me um, talk about another uh, great guy out there. This is going to be a oh controversial one. But um, he was saying, he was like, I was like, oh, he was like, I saw that you like comedy. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I was like, who do you like? Because all of my favorite comedy comedians were, they're no longer my favorite comedians, uh, were all white men who now have some kind of sexual assault charge. Um, Who's like one of them? Chris D'Elia, Louis C.K. I mean, one of my first favorites, Dane Cook, just got engaged to an 18-year-old who they've been together for a long time and became friends when they were 14. No, no, can we talk about that for a second? Because Dane Cook, I... He's who starred in me on comedy. I used to. The BK Lounge. The the whole... my One of my favorite skits from him, or I guess like one of his comedy shows that I loved, was his... Oh. My CDs are in his... Did you already spell? I think I'm... I don't know. I think it just fell out of my mouth. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it didn't. Sorry. Um, Sam's notorious for staining shirts. Um, yeah. Always on herself. You, you, If you catch her in public, look at her shirt first. <laughs> if there's a stain, 
dare you? <laughs> you know, call her out on it. Call her out on it. Tide, Absolutely. Tide, Tide sponsor me. No, but my my favorite thing about well, not anymore, but when I used to watch Dane Cook was he had this entire joke about leaving a guy, which is funny that we're talking yeah. about this. It's like leaving this guy, and it's like it's not that easy, Sam. Like yes. my CDs are in his car, yeah. and it's like no, because we do That's literally we what make happens. Excuses but then all it, the but time. then it becomes bigger. Or oh, we bought a house together. Oh, we've been together for seven years. Oh, we've done that, and then it's like do not let this kind of stuff anyways i have to go back to this tinder yes. guy go ahead so i was like oh what comedians do you like so i was like this is a great thing that i started doing was just playing dumb okay because i'm like i want you to show me who you are not to try and fit into the like box that i've created and, yeah. and you know whatever you think you need to do to get into my pants so he's like oh i love dave Chappelle," and and he red was, flag yeah <laughs> and i was like oh and he was like but people are really mad at him lately i was like oh why are they why are they mad sir what did he do? And then he was like, he was like, oh, oh no, I was like, who is mad at him? And he was like, women, transgenders, question mark. And I was like, oh, okay, this is already a really bad well, start. He's obviously trying to fish for like, oh, how do you feel about this? And I like, don't think he was. I don't oh, think he's that smart. No, because why would you say women to me? Like you're a man trying to pursue a woman and you're like, oh, women are really mad at this guy. Well, all, all not shocking, actually. Okay. But anyways, I don't think he was testing me out. I don't think he was smart enough for that. But anyways, and then I'm like, oh, are you not a feminist? He's like, I'm t oh, 1000%. I have so many great women in my life, like my mom and my sister. And a lot of people would look at that and be like, he's a family man. He's a family man. All that means is the moment I stop giving you that unconditional or I come back to you with anything and I'm not around you all the time like mommy is, you're going to start treating the me like you, shit. Yeah, the minute that you're like, can I help help with like the dishes and laundry? He's yeah. like, oh, you, uh, that's, well, now that's out of line. Well, well, <laughs> now that is out of line. On top line. of that, he gave me Which, his phone number and said he had to go to the gym and I was like, we will never speak again. Oh my, oh my, God. I hate any openers that are immediately like, oh, like, what are you up to today? And they're like, Oh, you know, the gym. Yeah. And, oh, and the worst part out. was that he had, um, we had talked about how he'd gone to therapy and I was like, this is it, baby. This is it. He's gone to therapy? Yeah. But that doesn't well, mean he's self-aware. You don't use Tinder. It's Bumble or it's Hinge. I'm sorry. Tinder is out for me. I've, I'm, I'm very maybe passionate I was, about Maybe this. I was using Tinder for the purposes that Tinder is used for. Oh, well. You, Let a girl oh, well, live. Oh, you know what? Let a girl get, live. Get, get, but I didn't, get it. I didn't get it. Get it. Well, definitely, like not De <laughs> definitely not from him. Definitely not from him. Um, but there's so there's so many different um, consequences to ignoring these red flags because we, by the way, we want to stress it's not just these big red flags where you're looking at someone in the early stages of dating and these red flags are like they're disrespecting someone or they don't believe in your views or A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They're also the smaller things that you need to take note of, whereas it can long term affect you. For example, maybe you, maybe this person's really messy. Like yeah, super, super messy, disorganized, isn't really that type A personality. And you know that you want someone who organizes dates, who's going to plan things, who in four years, you're not going to be like surprised that he's taken you out for dinner for flowers and planned a weekend getaway because he's never done that before. Like I saw somebody say, if you're, mm, <laughs> should I? <laughs> yes, you should. Absolutely. If you can like guess that your boyfriend is gonna propose because he like made a dinner reservation or like put on a nice shirt probably a red flag like that's not for me okay everybody has different standards but I don't want to be like oh, he planned something 
he must be going to yeah. propose. Here's, here's some money to get your nails done. And it's like, he's never done that in five years that yeah. you've dated. I mean, these are things, again, that you know from the get-go. Like, you, you've probably had that inner feeling from the very beginning, but you overlook them because they're small. Well, there's they're a, not usually There's big. also a huge thing, and this is sort of veering from red flag, but the question of chemistry versus compatibility. You can have great big, yeah. chemistry with somebody. Big. Most people can get along. I'm sure that I could, well, I was going to say, I'm sure I could go on one date with Andrew Tate and get along. No. I don't think so. It would be bloodshed. I don't think so. But I'd probably just stare a, at him. That's not a violent threat, by the way. That's just a, that's just a It joke. is a violent threat. It is a violent threat. <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> just, just joking. Just joking. But yeah, no, 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 no. But. Uh, no. Absolutely not. Andrew I think, Tate, no. I think it's like you can get along with most people, but compatibility is so important. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, um, dating somebody who is a morning person when you're a morning person or somebody who likes the outdoors when you like the outdoors. Like this is obviously a totally different question. Like it's not a matter of like if somebody doesn't like the outdoors, that's a red flag. But just in terms of a relationship being more enjoyable, those are the types of things to look for. But I think it is so important with these little things of the people they follow, their friends. This is a huge mm. thing. If you have, you know, a partner and all of their friends are cheating on their partners and going out and doing stuff, you are the company that you keep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think that's something that's really important because um, the people that they follow, the things, the types of things that they uh, like to do, that all speaks to who they are. And when people show you who they are, believe them. Oh, a hundred percent. And I mean, a lot of the times when, you know, you speak about compatibility and chemistry, we want to stress that there's there's so many different cylinders that you need to fill in a relationship, right? Not everyone is not everyone's going to have their cylinders filled to the brim. Not no. every single one. You're not finding like let's let's be very very practical here. The perfect quote unquote person doesn't exist. No, you okay? want you want somebody who has understanding and wants to work towards yeah, it. Yeah, you want a good good human. And <laughs> like, yeah, and, you know, and and love is a it's a choice in some ways in that like you have to especially after years and years together, you have to continue to choose that person every day. Yeah, and going back to the friends thing, I had dated someone who had like a really really big group of friends and there were so many. <laughs> There was so many red flags from the beginning. Where do I begin? Where do, where, where do I start? Um, and one of the things that over time I really started clicking into was the fact that when I ha- was with them and their friends, I was like, they're kind of saying things that like I don't agree with, yeah. that I feel uncomfortable with, that I don't think are like I get they've been, you know, friends for a really long time, but it, very uncomfortable things that shouldn't be like normalized. Like, would you say this? on public in public like online you wouldn't because you'd be canceled for it like people would be like absolutely not did jessica and i have conversations sometimes that you know would shut this podcast down of course of course we you know 100 percent. the the biggest difference is is i'm not like living standing by and being like this is the way no like do we sometimes make fun of people sure 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 (laughs) sure, sure, i'm not perfect do we do we judge sometimes sure it's my own red flag that's what we do. You know, I can, we're human. We're human. You're yeah. going to, th- things are going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen, which is exactly why like perfect yeah. people don't exist. Um, but these red flags, you need to identify them from the beginning because if you don't, long term they're gonna come back well and I think that's where, you right like, in the face and that's where our conversations I think about self-worth and knowing yourself come into play so much because when I got into my long-term relationship I did not know what I wanted I hadn't even considered what I wanted I didn't how old were you I didn't have any I was 23 I don't even know who are you at 23 at the time I was like I'm gonna die alone yeah you know yeah 
And now I'm like, you would have been better off. (laughs) (laughs) But but like, I didn't know my values. So I ended up having all of these different fights in in my relationships about different things that really shouldn't have shocked me based Mm. on what I knew going into the relationship. But a big divergence in values, in the types of things that we consumed, for example. I mean, not Andrew Tate, but Jordan Peterson. There Mm. was that we could not have a conversation about Jordan Peterson without getting in an argument mm. and moving forward in relationships. I don't want to ever be in a place where there's topics I cannot talk about, yeah. especially things that are political or, or society or anything like that, because that's first of all, who you live with. And that's a reflection on you. Well, I don't want to argue about human rights. I don't want to sit there. I don't want to argue about, argue about, about it. why it's, you know, detrimental that, um, you know, somebody did blackface right. or that we use the correct pronouns or right. that I don't believe in hitting children. Yeah. Like that is not the kind of stuff that I'm interested in debating. Yeah. I want to debate brunch or lunch. You know, yeah, shit you want, like that. You want to debate me, like d- d- debate me on things that are like very low level. Like yeah, I'm not actually, going you know to. I don't like, want to mm. debate at all. How I about do. I that? love a good debate. I'm a Scorpio baby. I, I need a little fire, a little feist. I, 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 you know why? I need. Here's actually, can I? I'm interrupting you again. Um, the reason why I think debate is healthy, not in. I'm not talking about like, oh, this person is yeah. Jordan Pearson, Andrew Tate, Joe yeah. Rogan, blah blah blah. But the reason why I think debate the trifecta is so- <laughs> of misogyny, they join forces, <laughs> they touch penises, <laughs> and women around the world weep. We all get a period at the same time. We go to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. What was that? What was that like Bitcoin they were all promoting at one point? Cryptocurrency. Something anyway. Bitcoin. Oh my gosh. That's it. That is the MLM. That is the hey girly of today. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that is definitely the hey girly. His and by his, I mean Andrew fucking Tate, okay? His thing of whatever he's promoting is literally an MLM but for men. Yeah. It's for yeah. men. It's a it's a it's a pyramid scheme, Ponzi scheme, culty kind of. Oh, anyway, okay. anyway, debates. Why I think debate is healthy in a relationship. Okay, the reason why I stand by this is simple. I need someone who is going to have a backbone. I agree. I need someone who is going to be like, you know what? I I don't want to say if the sky, yeah, the sky is yellow, and they're like, um, yeah, 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 it's yellow. No, I need someone to be like, I think yes, that, it's but blue. But to me, there's a difference between a yes man and somebody who wants to play devil's advocate. That's what I'm talking about. Is devil's advocacy? De- what? But devil's advocacy in you're being a devil's some, advocate right in now. <laughs> some it is, but in some regards, it can be beneficial because I sometimes I can really get stuck, be stuck in my ways, and I don't think that's healthy either. I don't, I don't think it's healthy either, but I think you can be spoken to in a way that somebody is just giving you another point of view. There's a difference between yeah, okay, a devil's yeah. advocate okay. and someone giving you their own point of view to help you. Like I was in a stressful situation sure. the other day. The person I'm seeing came to me, totally helped me figure oh, you're it out. Seeing myself. someone. Sorry, sorry, what? You're seeing someone? <laughs> yes. Oh, I knew that, but you guys didn't. Ah! Yeah, they did. They've Cele- been here the whole time. Oh, I spilled my coffee. <gasps> They've been here the whole time, baby. Celebrate good times. Come, Come on. on. Actually, they told me on our first date, they were like, you literally were like, here's some things I hate. <laughs> and I listed like, I think, um, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, and somebody else. They listen, eh? And they you were like, Ed Sheeran? How dare you? No, he's whiny. I only like that one song where he has a black girl in the music video, not because she's black girl, but um, the newer one, <laughs> Shape of You. Otherwise, he's whiny. Listen, I worked in radio. I had to listen to that wine time all the time. Uh, and they were like, normally on a... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dying. <laughs> Go ahead. They were like, normally on a first date, somebody talking about a bunch of stuff that they hate would be a red flag. And they were like, I noted it. 
<laughs> and I was like, Wait, but you I went into the first date and you were just like ripping know. off. Like, I hate this. I hate no, that. I wasn't just like nice to meet you. Here's what I hate. Yeah. I, you know, it came up in conversation in some way. And I was like, I hate these three people. And, and the three were Taylor Swift. Ed Sheeran and something else. And like, I mean, not actually, you know, but I do. But but here's the point is showing up as yourself in the early parts of a relationship is the actual best way to make it work. I agree. And, I agree. And, and when somebody shows you a red flag, God, thank them for it. Yeah. Thank them for seeing it. And don't forget that in the early days of a relationship, especially if you're sleeping with somebody. OK, this is where it gets dangerous. Um, red doesn't look so red when you're wearing rose-colored glasses. Ooh, yeah. Hey, oh, hey. don't forget that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now that's a sound bite. Right? If because, I've ever because heard the one. thing is, is people will go into relationships and be like, "Oh my god, they do this, they do this, they do this." But mm. and Can, the but mm, is the most important part. Well, let's talk about love is blind. Okay. Because yes. Sam brought this up to me, and I was sitting there. What was what? What the heck was their names again? Shayna and Mark. Okay. Let me double check. Shayna for sure. Let me tar- start with Shayna, okay? So many times in that entire series, I was like, what in the heck? This woman went all the way to the end. Went all the way to the end. Got engaged. She was engaged yeah, to him, right? His mother's ring. I- <laughs> and she was saying yes, yes, yes. When in her head, she was saying no. In fact, I remember watching... I'm burping like crazy today. I remember watching one of the episodes and I could see it in her face the minute that he got down and he was like proposing that she was like oh well we were googling to see if God. she had a um if they had a what was it uh that whiskey sponsorship because she went t- took a shot of jack right afterwards oh yeah which i didn't see i didn't see it on the end but it d- doesn't matter and then kyle kyle was his name Ugh, poor kyle in this mark was this the oh thing. sorry mark was um the guy from the season prior who was 25 with jessica who was 35 oh yeah because yeah, 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 they're okay. kind of the same couple in my mind okay yeah yeah, yeah. but basically the I, what i was thinking about was and again i don't know if we dictate this as uh if we put this under the idea of a red flag or compatibility yeah, it's but fine. basically she's incredibly religious does not believe in the big bang he is a man of science that to me feels like it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And no matter how you feel about somebody, I think it's really important to just end it right then and there. As well, soon as you hear it, in my opinion. And both people, like towards the end when she came And they to him, also weren't even getting along. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It like, like it was they very got obvious. along and then out of nowhere discovered. It was like he just wanted to marry somebody. Um, and then he obviously thought she was gorgeous after he met her. She did not. Yeah, like you can you can see she you can wanted see the facial expressions guy. were so so obvious in all of it. But the biggest thing to me is taking accountability at the end of the day. If you're sitting there and you're and you're convincing yourself, no, 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 it's gonna be fine. Like I'll work around the fact They'll that you're change. super religious. Like, don't worry, like it's like no, just but accept. Why? Why, why, why do that? Yeah, you know, there's six billion, seven billion people on this planet. If you know someone's like, I'm going to church every single Sunday, and you do not believe in God, and they want to raise a family yeah. that is religious and like, you know, ob- obviously centers around those morals. Yeah. Why? Why put yourself through that? Yeah. On both on both accounts, and like, good good for her. I mean, she did it a little late in yep. terms of the engagement, but no, think I, about I how many people. Her. Especially and, coming from a religious, pretty yeah. looking conservative background, that's very hard to do. Yeah, no, a, a thousand percent. And I think a lot of what ends up happening, I know, I know it's reality TV and stuff, but if we look at it on, on the the regular, okay, mm-hmm. in real in real life, people 
accept and get married and get the engagement and buy the house and have the kids and do all of it because they're seeing society they're seeing everyone everyone else of their friends getting married at 25 having kids buying houses they feel they start to feel pressured and then at 30 31 32 33 they start to go wait a second I've never been on my own. Oh my gosh. I've never done this. Oh my gosh. And then start having this quarter life crisis because their whole 20s have been taken away. Yeah. And I need to stress this. And I'm such an advocate for the fact that from 20 to like 26, I really do not think that you should be in this like hardcore long term relationship. Your brain is literally not even fully formed. No. Don't get me wrong. Have boyfriends. And, and I'm not saying I, that you meet someone at 20. I wish... It's my biggest wish that instead of being in one seven-year relationship that I was in like three two-year ones. Yeah. That would be the dream for me. Yeah. Like and and I don't think and I don't think people realize like it's not about getting into a relationship and hoping that it's over or anything like that. Like like if you're 20 and you meet someone and you're absolutely deeply in love, like experience that, like go through that, learn through yeah. that. And if you make it, but you I make th- it. I think right? the problem is, is that it comes to a point where people come become comfortable and complacent. And you also don't know what you don't yeah. know. At 20, I didn't, I did not know anything about I mean, anything at it's, 20. I'm t- it's 10 years later and I still don't know fucking anything. Let me ask you a question. If your partner came to you today and said, let's get married today literally today are you ready to even get married and i don't mean i let's let's even put the partner are you asking you with, me this question so, yeah i'm saying let's let's put let's put the partner aside because it could let's it could be anybody okay. i'm saying today do you think that you've grown enough to be like i'm ready to life partner pair up with someone or do you think I still need to explore some things in myself. I still need to explore the relationship more. I I mean, obviously you need to explore the relationship, but specifically yourself. Mm, As a person right now, I think I definitely would like some more character development. Whether I'm single or not, I I want some more character development before I really make any decisions. Yeah. And I want someone to be able to experience the fact that I am growing and like you're not at 20, you're going to be the same person at 30, let alone the same person at 40, 50, 60. And also who you partner up with at 20 is not going to be the same person at 30, Well, And also they're going to help form your 20s. Ah, right. So again, it's like whoever you're, you're growing up with them. That is such a, like that is such a crucial part. And I think what makes it, really tricky too going back to society and these norms is that there's so many norms about oh my husband doesn't do anything oh my boyfriend drives me crazy he's just oh. playing games all the time oh, oh uh, same with mine girly same with mine. it's like it's like guys. that's not cute and like this whole idea of like push and pull and oh they want me they don't want me i'm playing these games i'm holding back text messages i'm doing this i'm messaging another guy or on and off relationships like all these things are so um romanticized and the chase yep. and all that kind of stuff it's not actually cute and if you have a friend in your life who is supporting and like and I'm sure there is a whole bunch of people out there who are gathering up all their friends at a cottage being like oh yeah like Mike this weekend Mike didn't help me do any I had to pack everything I had to yeah. make everything. oh, oh daddy daycare babies. this weekend my there's third so- my third child and, and joking but they're jo- they're joking around with it and I'm just like but it's but it's not it's, a joke it's partially what kept me in a relationship that was unhappy yeah, let's, let's and unravel that actually well, let's let's do it, it let's it, unravel it. that kind of talk is what kept me in a relationship that made me 
a shell of a human being mm. so unhappy and I was being treated so poorly and it's not that I felt everybody was feeling that way necessarily but I didn't realize how bad it was until I got out of it right and until I started dating other people who started who were able to do the things that my ex couldn't do if I was begging and it was like an and now opening thing. I get yeah. it with ease and it's unbelievable to that me. mind melding because I'm always appreciates you yes and I I was have always been so let down in relationships because I know what I have to offer not to be like I'm the best partner ever but the person that I'm seeing now we've said to each other this is the first time where I've been able to be the type of partner that I've always wanted to be yeah because I don't have resentment we aren't getting an argument about blackface okay it's like oh you know what I mean like can that you, seems like you, the bare minimum I wish I could joke I wish I could joke about that I but gonna, I, ha- I have had to fight for the fact that blackface is wrong you know I was I was gonna mention we might have to no <laughs> no you know what if okay here's the thing leave this in if we ever get mm-hmm. like if this ever like takes off okay it, well it is it is when this takes off when it does i will tell you about the parade <laughs> that's all i'll say okay that is the one thing that i really wanted to mention but yeah you know you're right you're right right we'll wait it we'll wait for when it's a big hey we want to talk you about know, that episode two years ago because you if, mentioned because the parade. when i tell that story people may never trust my relationship advice again <laughs> because i'll be like you are pathetic <laughs> i'm like i'm like kicked but, out of the country i don't know okay but you didn't know any better and here's, you, here's i the did thing. what i could with the information at the time that i had and never never time. ever ever all the time i used to talk to my therapist be like why why and they'd be like did you love them and i'm like yeah and they'd be like well yeah so that's the point yeah. that i'm getting at is don't fall in love until you know well and cut them off early because the problems in the beginning are the problems in the end always 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 and i feel as if don't date potential don't do not date potential and here's here's the thing is We talk a lot about growth and, you know, self-love and going, you know, going through this transformational period in your life. And like the reality is you really don't know, like you said, until you have exposure or whatever. But it's we're talking about red flags. It's those little it's those little moments of yeah, that that doesn't make me feel good. That makes me feel uncomfortable, which, by the way, saying this this situation this person this whatever does not make me feel comfortable is your clear indication clear 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 as day that that is not someone you should be investing your time into at any point in your relationship if they have made you feel uncomfortable and you have not been able to voice it to them without being um you know, either demonized or looked yeah. down upon, getting defensive or reactions, debated, debated because you're exactly I, I literally. I That's have what this I'm talking about. Is this type of thing of yeah. that kind of debate of I've come to you because my feelings are hurt, or I've come to you with this, and then it turns into a debate as opposed to oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah, your immediate thing when you're bringing up something to a partner because let's be honest, it takes courage to go to someone and be like, yeah, hey. That's why you have to do it early in the relationship too about little things because it's only going to get bigger and more important. And why and why pretend why date someone for months at a time and then, you know, four months down the line be like, actually, I really don't love this. Well, and and you're only going to be hurting yourself in the process because every time they do it, then you're going to start clocking it. You're going to start building resentment, which is the absolute most poisonous, toxic thing in a relationship, I think, or one of them. And they're not going to know. And that's not fair to them either to try and do their best. Like for me, 
that that's something that I've really been kind of going through in this new mm-hmm. relationship is both of us um, understanding how to ask for our needs and then both of us because of our previous relationships kind of brace mm. and we're like oh please be able to do this for me because if you can't we can't move forward because right. this is a requirement for me to yeah. be happy in a relationship and uh, but you have to do it yep. and then you have to see what their reaction is going to yep. be because that's what will allow you to continue to bring these things to them and it's not always going to be a romantic relationship I can no. actually bring up a personal example of mine is I have I have a I have a good friend and I have I was going through I don't know I was going through something I'm not the best with my phone I'm guys I'm constantly and Sam can relate to this we are constantly on our phone for work right it's exhausting sometimes and I might not text my friends back right away but I'll be posting on Instagram stories why because it's my job and so my friends understand that just because I'm posting my stories doesn't mean I'm always going to text you back or respond to your call or whatever else now here's the thing okay I had a close friend of mine who had called me several times and I wasn't answering okay I might have texted them back or whatever else but like I really wasn't being responsive and they hadn't let me know that they had started clocking the fact that I wasn't responding to their calls and they were feeling really left yeah. out. And I didn't know this. I I genuinely like I knew like I wasn't answering calls and stuff, but I wasn't even thinking twice about it because I'm like, oh, like people understand it's whatever. I'm not I'm not the best at responding all the time. And it got to the point where they were they were so upset because they were clocking everything and mm-hmm. counting that they brought it to my attention. And I immediately was like, oh, my gosh how can I, yeah. I I'm, can I'm I so sorry how can I rectify this how, how can we move forward with this like I, I really am I, that was not my intent I want to be a f- friend to you and they were like listen we, I just need some space right now yeah and I had said to them okay yep take take your space take whatever time you need when you're ready to talk to me let, let me know because I understand I really hurt them yes. I really upset them yeah and a week went by I didn't hear from them second week went by didn't hear from them third week went by didn't hear from them and I was like okay um I'm feeling a little bit like this is punishment now Mm -hmm. like it wasn't and I I I felt I was like okay what's going on here are we playing games like I just there was two times where we should have both voiced it and I should have said to them at the second week when I was feeling like am I being punished I should have just messaged them being like hey I know you're really upset like I like it like I I'm this is enough space for me uh can we can we chat about it and when we initially kind of closed the gap and and reached both out to each other and said I I basically was like I don't want to play games if this is how our friendship's gonna be then I'm out yeah I was like I'm out that was and that was the message I was I was basically like I'm out and then they came back and they were like holy crap like you're right I was kind of holding on to this I shouldn't have done that and then we kind of both reached this um equilibrium Ooh, nice also it's like a state of repair we've talked about this of like mm. conflicts are always going to come up yeah but when you can repair it correctly it's been unbelievable i'm like i actually yep. don't have resentment yep. i i'm not holding on to anything this is an incredible feeling yep. like it's great yeah and i and, and now and it brings and now, you closer it well exactly it's like now we have that open communication where we can say to each other you know if you're not answering right away i'm like just ding me again please 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 like yes. don't take it personal just ding me again and that's why i have read receipts on because if I haven't read a message, I'm just not ready to read it yet. Yeah. Like straight up, like sometimes responding to texts are overwhelming. Oh, and I want to give I want to give someone anxiety. my all. Yeah. I want to <laughs> give my full my full attention. And I can absolutely understand that if you're seeing someone post on social media and they're not responding to your texts, that that can anger some people. But like, 
you know, if someone said to you that's that's their job, it's like if you were working from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and someone didn't respond to you because you're working, you're, you you wouldn't take that personally. You'd be like, oh, they're just at work. Yeah. Right now, don't get me wrong. There's, sometimes I can go a day or two without responding. Well, but exactly. like, that's just like mentally not <laughs> able to do it. <laughs> I know. I agree. And I think I just want to touch back to the checking in with your body thing because that's something I've been really... Um, trying to figure out now in something that has has always been important to me is like words and actions matching mm-hmm. and checking in with my body. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, these are two things that I need to look for. And that's like, uh, I guess another big red flag is words and actions not matching. So if oh, you're yeah. talking to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah. oh uh, I want to take you here. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it never happens or you know you also run into love bombing which I think is really really important yeah if they say I love you in two weeks get the fuck out let me save you three months of hell okay yeah. get the fuck out and of there of course there's gonna be someone who's like my parents met on a bridge and okay. they fell in love immediately okay how dare you are you talking about me and because my parents no okay I'm not talking about you but but kind of relates but like people are but gonna give is. you that and then I'm like okay well how's your parents marriage you and, know what I mean and, it's and, like I, I, it can work for somebody there's yeah. always exceptions yeah. but you have to remember also that everybody has different standards so I'm like that's great that that worked for you guys it's not going to work for me and but the thing that I've really been trying to figure out is like words and actions matching but everybody does things differently so this is back to your point okay and and when I experienced infidelity this was something that I had to struggle that I struggled with so much of like how could you do that and say that you loved me right and it's Uh, this concept of assumed similarities so in your situation where somebody is like assuming that they don't that you don't like them because you're not responding right yeah they go like well I would respond you know because how can they do that and feel that way because I would never do that but Mm -hmm. everybody does things for different reasons and I think in navigating new relationships that's why communicating is so important because it's like well they didn't do this because they don't like me but then you have a conversation and it's like well I was a little nervous because it was kind of vulnerable for me to do that and I dated someone last year. They would easily tell me their traumas and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, they're being so vulnerable with trauma me. Dump. But then I realized that's not vulnerable for me. Something else that was incredibly vulnerable for them was telling me that they had recreated something that I'd cooked for them. That was vulnerable. Mm. And I was like, whoa, I never, you know, so everybody has different vulnerabilities, different like levels of like um, what we can put up with. And I think having those honest conversations, then you can understand where someone's coming from. And also the idea that you can't start clocking somebody until you've told them. Yeah. So it's like you can't blame somebody for something that they're doing to upset you if you haven't told them. And then you can start gauging. Yeah. Right. Um, So. And it's, and it's, it's very much, it's, honest conversations need to happen to to develop real connection yeah and like how you feel so like if you leave a date with somebody and you're feeling or like say someone leaves your place and you're like oh you feel relieved it's probably not a good thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Been yeah, there. Yeah. You're like, oh, or I'm exhausted I remember like, this. you know, I said to my therapist, I'm like, well, I can't just break up with somebody for being annoying. And they were like, yeah, you can. And I was like, oh, then I dated them for five more months. I- <laughs> We all got to learn something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really unbelievable the things that, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself, that I've put myself through unnecessarily because I didn't want to have those uncomfortable conversations, Mm. whether I was people pleasing, whether I was hoping for better, I was hoping it would change. I was hoping I could. And now I'm like, I will never do that again. Because your partner is the most important person in the world to you. even if you were to do that again. In fact, actually, I'm going to touch on this because Sam had brought to me, I don't know, last week, Sam was like, you know, I, I get I get anxious a bit about certain things that I'm like, is this a red flag now? And like, I'm just not catching things or like, da, 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 da. and I'm like, 
it's not it's not you're you're overthinking it i'm like this is just the beginning stages of a relationship you base your new relationships on your past relationships on your past experiences yeah, no matter and how so much you try to, to separate it well and, right? and i saw somebody say something really great that was like you know a, a good solid relationship is not one that's not going to trigger you it's one that allows you to be triggered and be received in a way that is like safe loving and yes. caring like you're let's it's be never real. not you're gonna, gonna get triggered it's like some someone point. you know what i mean it's like someone whether you think of it as like a light switch yeah right someone's gonna turn on that switch you know for me i'm very sensitive about like making plans and time and things like that like obviously things are going to happen mm-hmm. right things change yeah so then yep, it's yep, like yep, a number yep. a matter of me being able to self-soothe and talk to the person that i'm seeing about how i feel and i've never once brought them anything and had them come back and be like <laughs> exactly and i think that's and that is the biggest thing and and i think the stress of actually even if you are in a relationship and you're questioning and you're not sure and you're it's like honestly hey, you got to go through your own process. Yep. Yep. You and, know, yep. it's not, nothing is a mistake. And even though like, you know, you had just mentioned you were in a relationship with someone for a bit and you had seen these flags and then you continued on for five months. Well, they, well, were, they were new flags. They were the exact opposite of the the other red flags that I'd had before. And, and that's like what I'm being, saying. You don't know until you, until you yeah. find out. And, and also that was six months instead of seven years. So woo, woo. we were, I remember when, <laughs> when Sam was going through this and we were laughing because we were like, hey, listen, like tears. it was seven years. We're like, we're minimizing the time now it's like you it took you seven years then it took you six months like it's like we were kind of we're lowering yeah. the time limit and I mean now. this is my first time pretty much dating in my entire life you know yeah so. yeah 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 which is I I mean it's exciting whether and at my big age, age you and know. in this political climate woo, <laughs> it can get uh it can get crazy lots of stories but I mean I I speak personally from from my perspective like I've never felt pressured to get married or have kids or any of that like I a lot of my friends I've talked to they're like I want kids I oh, want yeah. a family to me, I want I'm just this. like I want to I want a partner like I want and I, I would love a partner yeah and yeah. I think that's what's so important especially in making these decisions where it's like if you're having to like do the emotional labor for your person if you're having to do the physical labor for your person if you're having to like make up for all of these things and it's not going to be a partnership it's not going to relieve anything yeah. for you yeah right it's like yeah. I need someone to be my real true partner if they're really going to stick by me you know for for life potentially then I need to I want to be happy yeah there's so many people that are unhappy and and the thing is is that there are tons of green flags too that's why I actually I love dating yeah I love dating I love getting to know people I love meeting new people um I have I've had you know I've gone on you know how many dates while thousands like, let's let's you know what I mean let's tick tick against the caveman wall but like <laughs> I literally have gone I've gone on a lot of dates with people I've met great people that I just wouldn't want to date because maybe the physical isn't there maybe I don't feel that other chemistry maybe yep. they check off eight boxes but the two boxes that I really need them to check off it's not there right it's kind of talking about those cylinders and stuff but there was let's talk about green flags for a second yeah I went on a date I don't even I mean it was a while ago at this point but I'd went on two dates with this person long dates they're very very long dates and I remember talking to Sam about them because I got emotional at the fact that it was ending okay yeah I was very upfront from the beginning that I am looking for someone. I'm not sitting there being like, I'm looking for a life partner on the first date, but I'm very much like, I'm not into casual sex. I'm dating to date to like see if I can find someone, if there's a match and whatever. Right. 
if hookups happen, I'm not asking to be your your girlfriend right away, but I'm like, you know, yeah, I like, want to working, know the intent is that we're towards working towards a common, something, yeah. right? And so I was very upfront and honest uh, with him from the very, very beginning. And when I say the first date was just, I was like, I left feeling so good. Yeah. Like I felt like I... I felt like it almost took me back to grade 10 where I was so giddy and I was I could be playful and I could like make jokes and they were laughing at every joke I was saying and it's nothing like being able to be yourself oh like and actually that is a perfect way to just enclose how the date was I was a hundred percent myself I didn't hold back on anything I said I didn't act a different way Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran I just, you just, I'm who I am. You said it, you said it how you said it. I'm not going to be for everybody. And then on top of that, like the physical was there. Like there was natural, like we were like, you know, you had his arm on me, things like that. Anyway, great first date. Second date comes around again, even better. I was like, oh, I'm so excited for this. I was like, I'm so excited to get to know this person. Like I'm so, so excited. Like I can see, I can see that this is someone, no matter how it goes, that we're going to have a good time together. Like we're just going to have a good time together. And at the end of the second date, he had sat down and he said to me, you know, I wasn't expecting to meet someone so cool. And I was like, uh-oh. we're like sitting we're sitting on his couch and I'm like oh yeah like I had freshly shaved I was like I'm gonna hook up with this guy tonight <laughs> like I was I was ready to go okay yeah. and he sat and he looked at me he was like I wasn't expecting to meet someone so cool and um I just like I'm not ready to like I'm, I'm looking to fool around still yeah like I just got out of like a really long-term relationship I still kind of want to explore different things with myself I'm not I'm not ready for it. And I, and I know that's not what you're, you're looking for right now. And I really wasn't expecting to have this meet someone right out of a relationship. Who's so freaking cool. Yeah. And in my head, I'm going, you've got to be fucking joking. Cause at one hand, thank you. Yes. Appreciate the honesty. And thank you for not like stringing thank you me for along. Telling me. Thank you so much for telling me. And I was like, now that's, a, but also I hated even more. Cause I was like, what a good I know it's like, like that same like guy. cliche of being like I'm not gonna have sex with you on the first date and the guy's like uh, oh don't worry about it whatever you need and then you're like well now right but that's because the bar is in hell um uh, but that's it's I, I felt so I just felt so good about it and like we just connected on so many but different the, again levels. that's how it should be and everybody that you should you date like the it quality will of people you date will continue to get and better, better and that's what makes it really hard is you're not going to come across yeah. any duds it's just going to be like a matter of compatibility but yep. I did ask some questions on the uh, pretty blunt podcast Instagram and we and I said um sorry we have you ever ignored <laughs> it was just Sam actually <laughs> well I mean you edit like the entire episode so I I can throw up an Instagram story um have you ever ignored a red flag in a relationship 97% yes the 3% no you guys should be running this podcast because that's incredible yeah um do you think it's a red flag if they've cheated on a previous partner 76% yes Ooh. This for me is like, it, like my immediate thought is yes. Obviously, if it was like when I was 18 and, uh, you know, you're 32 now. Okay, fine. Right. But for me, it, it kind of is depending. But in general, I really would rather not as someone who has been cheated on. It, it would be tough for me, I think. You know what is is. I never really ask someone. I've never asked that question. Like if I'm dating someone, I've never say like, have you ever cheated on someone? I don't ask that question. I don't think I would have. I don't think I've asked, but it's just more of like if you found that information out, like do you think it's a red flag in a person if they have? Um, And then uh, do you think it's a red flag if they've never been in a serious relationship? 65% no, 35% yes. Um, Do you... (laughs) 
I've never been in like a my longest relationship well, should, was like eight or nine months. This should give you some hope. Was grade ten. I agree. If someone's not never been in a long term relationship, but again, it depends on the situation. Like what's long term? Like one plus year, right? Because I'm definitely getting, a year. I'm yeah. getting to the age now where like people would be like, oh, how, like when was your last relationship or how long was your relationship? And I was like, oh, it was like eight months. They're like, well, yeah, when was that? And I was like, grade ten. And they always kind of go, <laughs> well, oh. I mean, definitely, like it is a little. It is a little, a little sus. Yeah. It's a little sus, right? Um, if they just got out of a serious relationship, 66% no. Um, if they fall for you right away, 58% no, which I thought was interesting. I was kind of alluding to uh, love bombing. But again, this is one of those things that it's like, I knew as soon as I looked in their eyes, I loved them. Right? Like everybody wants that. Yeah. The moment yeah. I laid out, you know, so I'm like, I feel like people are kind of going on that. Share super personal things on the first date. Not a red flag. 61% no. I agree. Okay. And then this I thought was interesting. They want to discuss things like plans for kids, marriage, etc. on a first date. 50, 54% said yes, that's a red flag. Not necessarily in my opinion. Because... Like, it, it depends on the, it depends on the situation. Let's let's just say... I also think it depends on the age. If you're 35 and you're ready to settle... Down, not settle. Yeah, settle, <laughs> settle down down subtle um i really do <laughs> think that up. you know if you're someone who's like i do not want kids and you're like that's a, it's a deal breaker it's like a, a yes or no yeah sure you can bring that up in conversation and being like oh yeah like, i yeah. mean it doesn't have to be like do you want well that's kids? what i mean it's like but just me, bring it up for like, yourself oh my god stage five clinger if they bring up marriage on a first date or kids and i'm like it's not that big a deal it's just not that big a deal we are on a date we met with the potential of it going that way. And it's not me saying you. I'm just saying your own needs and desires as a person without me. Because I think that's what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode of right. knowing your shit yeah. before you get into a relationship so that you can find somebody who is exactly. a good match on those kinds of things. What are the things yeah. that you will be lenient on what are the things that you won't be lenient on and we can go back to the relationship in my relationship i mean the two days i had with this gentleman okay <laughs> and he was hot too anyway um we can go back to you that clearly and clearly like, worked through it and are but, over it a year later uh, no no i am i'm i'm over obviously i'm over like that but like the connection i'm yeah. now i'm looking for that well exactly that's right. So, so I know important. I've experienced it. I know that it exists and I'm not looking for him to come back. I'm looking for the, the next feeling. people that I date. I, I agree. I, I had that too. I took a note in my bad day and yeah. I was like, I love this and this is what I want. Same, but same. tying back to if I wouldn't have said straight out the gate about what my expectations yes. were, I might have gotten let on not even yeah. let on I might have just been hurting myself in the process because I wasn't being honest with them like you know I am looking I'm looking well for not someone. only yeah and and I think something that is oh god so important and that frustrates me so much that I think keeps people stuck is they don't take their own accountability mm. for overlooking things so they'll be like wow I can't believe they did this I can't believe they did that blah 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 knowing full well that this was their personality yeah leading into leading into the relationship but I think the thing is people don't take accountability for themselves in early relationships. No. Um, and then that's what causes people to get stuck in these cycles of, oh, I keep choosing all the wrong people. No, you don't. You're just doing the same thing over and over. You're not challenging yourself. You're jumping yeah. into a relationship too early. You're overlooking things again. Like I, not that I want to be like, pe like blaming people, but you do need to take some blame because if you don't and you're just pretending it's everybody else, you'll just continue to date the same people or different versions or the exact opposite in a bad way yeah. or whatever that may be. People are like, you know, I can look back at my relationship now and not be shocked by anything mm. because I'm like, okay, yeah, this kind of makes sense that based on these values and these different things that things went this way. Right. Right. I'm not looking back being like, 
oh my god i'm and that's what kind of like it is on the one hand after my relationship ended i couldn't listen to true crime podcasts for a little while because for a number my of reasons goodness. i know because there were so many people being like oh, I never saw this coming. I never saw this coming. I never saw this coming. And I felt like that. And I was like, this is really triggering because I would always listen to these podcasts and be like, how wouldn't you know? Yeah. How wouldn't you know? And you know, so, so I think the thing is, is when you can really dial back and be honest with yourself about the things that you overlooked, it is so healing. I I promise you. I agree. It's really hard to look at the things you overlooked or the way that you were treated, the things you accepted. But when you can do that, you can apply it to your next relationship and listen dating 99.9999 times it's gonna end in heartbreak Mm. that's just what it is it's gonna be a bunch of no's until it's a yes and then it might be a no again and then it's a yes again wouldn't you spend wouldn't you want to spend the rest of your life with someone who's going to accept love every part of your being your honest true self who's going to want to work on themselves who's going to want you to work yeah. on yourselves who's going to want to work together like yeah. don't and, you and, want a partner and a or par- do you want a guy that's never going to do his laundry yeah like tr- like truly do you want a guy who's you're going to bring just to, ha- just to have him there yeah you're gonna he's gonna you're gonna bring oh this upset me oh well you know what you know i go to work all day and i come home and yeah you know, like, or this is how i do it you want you want to understand because yeah, like, uh, i'm a man <laughs> by the way we're not like man haters out here but we we, i i want to stress it's not about because this is listen the thing is if you're you're getting your back up about this that's there's something to examine there i'm sorry no 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 yeah oh Oh, okay (laughs) you know what you know who the fuck do you think you're speaking to (laughs) we're done no i'm saying like if you're having like a physical reaction normally the only type of people who will react to this kind of stuff are the people who are doing it yeah i was watching you know Uh, what i mean it's like if your man's like well you watch rick and morty right no i've never seen an episode okay oh my god i need you like just for the fact that i need to show you this one part okay if you watch rick and morty you're gonna know exactly what i'm talking about pickle rick okay there's this one episode where they go to therapy right and the therapist is like um he okay so the main guy rick turns himself into a pickle to avoid going to therapy with his daughter and his grandkids okay so it's this whole episode where they're in therapy talking to this woman and the woman's like not getting off the fact that the father the grandfather turned himself into a pickle so she's like well let's let's explore that like why why would you turn yourself into pickle the mom gets all defensive yeah. about it and it's like well he's a really like you know what he, he's a scientist and he does all these things and blah, blah blah and she's like so you respect him for that and like i'm asking a question and you shouldn't be getting defensive about it and she goes oh here we fucking go yeah. like that and by the end of the episode, the therapist like unleashes this entire philosophy about like the dynamic of the family. And it just hits so many different points that are realistic. I have to show you it. If you know what, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Like if I can find the exact episode and the timestamp or even just like link yeah. a YouTube video or something, yeah. I totally will. Because it was it's iconic and it's hilarious and it's true because so many people are in denial and want to live in their company. Zone. yes and even the i think the most important thing is here is your comfort zone can be uncomfortable yeah you can be that's the thing yes. it's like you're used to feeling ignored you're used to feeling whatever if you continue to pick you know emotionally unavailable partners that means you yeah. are emotionally unavailable because you wouldn't be choosing them if you weren't and that's like something that i've had to um really come to terms with of being like i didn't know my needs i didn't know how to ask for my needs mm. um I, I i didn't have any of these tools in the way that there was so much then that i would accept because again i didn't know any better 
until you learn until you learn and then i think that's the hard part is learning it and then moving forward and putting it into action because at the end of the day it's really really scary but i think what's even scarier is the um the fallout down the road when things get more you know yeah serious in a when relationship you're, when you've you bought a house and you have or, kids and you realize oh my gosh this is right? not the life then, that i because then people will use those landmarks to stay in the relationship well mm. we have a house together well we have this together well it's like you shouldn't have done that yeah and you, you probably know, knew and you probably knew prior to you might thought it was gonna fix it yeah it's mortgage it's, and a or a fetus they're not band-aids <laughs> a mortgage and a fetus and not do not make a band-aid most most people i think as well at the same time is just going back to if you're listening to this podcast there's a good chance that you're working on yourself you want to work on yourself you want to develop your relationship either with your partner or yourself more more so yourself more than anything and and i think that is key is if you're listening to this and you want to do better and you want to learn more then that is an indication to you that whoever you are with should want that from themselves too should want that from their partner too because if they don't then it's a no they're scared of the growth or anything like that like I remember when I started to feel this way and sort of just stand up for myself I remember my ex saying what happened to you Mm. Mm -hmm. and that was eye-opening my dad said one time uh I shouldn't even expose I expose my dad way too much on this thing (laughs) But my dad was just like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, yeah, because I'm a better version. And yeah. you're just not accepting the fact that I'm not 16 anymore. That yeah. I know I know more about myself. I've learned and grown and, and done work on myself. And you can't accept that I'm not going to take or put up with a lot of things. Yeah. And that's making you uncomfortable. It's making you uncomfortable. Because we're going outside of our prescribed roles. Exactly. May I, may I again recommend adult children of emotionally <laughs> immature parents for the hundredth time. I'm not getting sponsored by them, but <laughs> God damn it, I should be. Literally. Okay. Let me ask you this question though, Joss. What okay. is your red flag? Like if someone was dating you, like what's something that they would be like, Oop, I got to look out for that. Mm. Honestly, I got to go. I got to go back to the very beginning thing that I said, because most times when you're going on a first second third date you're going to a restaurant and stuff I really look into how you treat other people no like what is yours as in like what is your problem well what isn't (laughs) you know what I mean like what what is somebody uh, like who's dating you they might be like oh Jess has a bit of a red flag it's this because I I think it's important to reflect on yourself too because believe it or not we're not perfect I'd say my biggest red flag is uh I put myself all in too quickly Mm. I'm all in I'm I'm either I'm all in or I'm all out like yeah. I I'm not, not like healthy. a half-ass kind of person I'm I'm but you need I'm to really be I think and I think everybody who says that you guys need to be all in for yourself not for somebody yeah. else yeah because it's only you can choose somebody from the beginning if you want to but you're not going to know them they're not going to show everybody should be on their best behavior for the first couple of weeks and months yeah and I'm treating dating a lot differently now that I do know that about myself when I go into dating I'm not putting this person on a pedestal anymore I really am going into dating being like I'm just going to have a good time getting to know someone if it works out and we go on a second date great I mean I went on two dates over the last couple weeks great people great people just wasn't my person yeah and you can have a great date and have these conversations and don't get me wrong again if you're going on date with andrew tate it's a different story yeah which if you are you're probably yeah like i don't i really know like that that man actually i did see a video of a girl put put together something i mean uh there's someone for everybody someone for everyone anyway that's that's besides the point what what's your (laughs) 
what's your red flag i don't know it's hard because i want to say like my immediate thought is like my anxiety and sensitivity mm, but no <laughs> no I no I, I don't think i don't think that's your red flag well, you tell me i think your red flag is my red flag is that we are a two for one <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You actually, date me, you actually, date Jess. Li- literally, like I kind of the last couple of people I've I've uh, dated just have to know like Sam will know everything about you, and I and I'm not sorry about it. I'm not sorry about it because if you shouldn't, you should never be scared of Sam. Yeah. You should be like, if Sam likes you, if Sam has nothing bad to say, like I'm kind of getting angry at Sam's relationship right now. She brings nothing bad to me. Yeah. She's like, I almost forget she, you're in a relationship I, I, because it's so healthy. L- literally. I'm just sitting there going like, is there anything wrong with it? Is there anything wrong with it? Like she's always, she's like, oh, just, it's great. It's great. And I'm like, good, good for you. Good for you i'm so glad you're happy so glad we've no, already no, decided I, that I you're gonna live with us I and i can't wait i'm not living with you guys you guys would not you would never live with me why not because i'm not a good person to live with <laughs> i'm not a good although recently found out sam's partner had come over here and um uh we were talking and they were like you guys have the same place. Yeah. Like the same, ev- everything's the same. same We're not just couch, talking about the eucalyptus same, yeah. in the shower, same decium room spray, same dresser. The sink, they were like, they were like the sink. Why is the sink like this? It was just dishes piled everywhere. Why is the sink oh, like this? knives. Cause knives. they're always like, you keep, there's knives just everywhere. everywhere. And I was like, I don't know. I just put, put them in the sink and they're just sitting there and they're just like, okay, you guys are way too much of the same. And we that's exactly why you can't get a, a word in when you're with us because we're just, it's not just for the podcast, baby, every day. Oh, goodness gracious. I've, we were speed round. Honestly, that. That I think great. we got through a lot of great shit. Like, not to toot our own horns, but like, I wish I had heard this many moons ago. Me too. And honestly, at the Me end too. of the day, give yourself forgiveness. Do your Compassion, best. But know baby. that you can get out of anything. And people, I don't want to be like, people have made it out of worse, but they really have. They have. And, um, you know, two years ago, I was probably crying on my kitchen floor in the fetal position thinking I wasn't going to make it in this world, yeah. truly. And here I am today on the number one podcast in Canada, <laughs> sponsored someday. by Tide. Actually, someday it will be number one. Maybe, you know, I won't shoot for the moon. Seven? Seven. Thank you so much, as always, for joining us. We love coming on here and chatting. Of course, prettybluntpod at gmail.com if you want to reach out send us your red flags we'd love to chat more about stuff like this we love you know making fun of andrew tate joe rogan jordan peterson all that good stuff i literally i still have a book i need to burn i'm not proud about it i'm not proud about it listen you know the the smartest people in my opinion are the ones who can learn new information and then take on that information and move forward yeah no one's asking anybody to be perfect from the beginning it's like just once you learn new information apply it yeah, next time also Sadie will come out here so you're not hearing the, the, the screeching of her in the background. Honestly. Anyways, Pretty Blunt Podcast. Find us on Instagram and TikTok and all that good stuff. And like always, we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. I still don't know our uh, the, the song that we do. No, I, mean, like, I love it when it plays, but I don't see it.